from North Carolina Public Radio, WUNC. This is American Songster Radio. I'm Dom Flemons. I'm sorry to miss you, but uh, since you called, I'm going to transport you back in time. Well, folks, this is a special episode of American Songster Radio podcast. Now, you may have heard some of the previous interviews with Kaya Cater and Jerron Blindboy Paxton. Just check them out on the website and, and get to know these wonderful musicians. But this is a special part of the concert that we did together. We were at the Fletcher Opera Theater in Raleigh, North Carolina, February 2017. And we were getting toward the end of the program, and I just uh, decided to have a little section. I figured with uh, three African-American banjo players all on one stage that we should have some sort of uh, spot where we talked about our banjo styles. And I was actually very pleased listening back to this, uh, the stories that Kai and Jaron told about learning the banjo and kind of how they got into it. And so, uh, well, without me talking any more about it, I'll uh, jump into the Fletcher Opera Theater, jump with us on the wings of time, and head back so we can hear a little bit about the banjo. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we got a little extra time now. Let's bring out Kaya Cater and Jerome Paxton out here. Come on out, guys, come on out. Thank you so much, Karen. Well, I, I, I'll tell you what here. You know, I realize this. A lot of people are, have been wondering about the banjo styles. I mentioned a little bit about how I started out. You know, I had a friend that had a, a five-string banjo, and he took the fifth string out of it, and it led to my miraculous four-string career, if I could call it that. <laughs> you know, to be a freak amongst banjo players. You guys play normal five-string banjos, and I was just wondering if you might Mind telling the folks a little bit about how you got started, like and truly what sort of what sort of inspired your style of playing. We'll start with you, Kai. We'll go. Right. We'll go. We'll go in order here. We was about to rock paper scissors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, well, um, I was really I began originally with bluegrass banjo. Um, I went to uh, the Gray Fox Bluegrass Festival. If anyone's ever been there, oh, yeah. yeah, it's a great festival. And I was in the Bluegrass Academy for Kids, and I took classes with Ira Gitlin, who's a fantastic uh, bluegrass banjo player. And uh, I don't know, I somehow got corrupted by the Clawhammer banjo. I saw Uncle Earl play. Um, yes. I saw, um, I saw Rhiannon and Dom and Justin, and, uh, and so I, I started playing, and I went to the Swannanoa Gathering, uh, which right. was fantastic, fantastic. Camp. So, um, I, and I and I was really influenced by people like uh, Riley Boggess and Dirk Powell, uh, right. Gordy Hinners. Uh, they just all had such beautiful melodic ways of playing. And and Riley, um, you know, uh, was big on the round peak style, and it was great to study uh, that style with him. And uh, and I also studied a lot with Canadian uh, Clawhammer players because I had to go home sometime. Couldn't just stay in the states forever. <laughs> Uh, so I studied with uh, Leonard Podolik from the Ducks, right. and um, yeah, fantastic banjo player, and um, yeah, and, and he was my main teacher for a long time, and uh, yeah, that's that's it. Wonderful, Kai Cater, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks. You want me to play some or? Well, yeah, go ahead and grab, go ahead and grab your banjo. Let's get a little something going on here. So if you don't mind playing a little little example of yeah, some of the stuff sure. that you picked up there. 
You were hitting all, on all four cylinders with the no kakalaki flavor there. Please tell us more, Kaya. Um, all right, uh, so I play Up the Neck, um, as some of you may notice. Um, what else? I do a lot of slides and a lot of drop thumbing. And then I'll sometimes use my second finger uh, to serve as sort of a little backbeat. So I'll play you uh, the Hangman's Reel, just a little bit of the Hangman's Reel. All right, one of the old favorites. Jerome, tell me a little bit about your banjo playing. I see you've got a slightly different five-string banjo. Yeah, yeah. I, it don't have a strap, which is the main difference between. <laughs> now I don't know about all that. You got a, the the head the head's a little bigger. There's no frets on here, so I was having a hell of a time trying to play it myself with without any sort of a, any sort of place to put my fingers so I know where the notes are instead of just knowing by ear like a real musician should. Well, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't real music. I'm good at target practice. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about how you developed your style of playing. Well, when I was a little boy, when I was a little boy, I really wanted to play the fiddle. And I got a fiddle. And I should have left that cat dead, to be honest with you. Um, and family would tell me this, and loving family too, you know. Uh, but I did have a taste for music, uh, so I got, my first record was a little bootleg CD of Son House and Uncle Dave making. And I had, I played it, my grandma loved it because she used to listen to Uncle Dave. She said, oh, we used to run out to Cotton Field and listen to Uncle Dave on the Grand Ole Opry. Um, oh, I did have the unfortunate experience explaining to my grandma that Uncle Dave was white and she could not believe it. <laughs> said, Uncle, D no, Uncle Dave. Singing them old black man songs like my uncles in there. Why do they call him uncle then if he's not black? <laughs> <laughs> Found out she wasn't the only old black person that thought that way. This uh, is true. I've heard a few stories of that same thing. Exact mm -hmm. same thing. Uh, and uh, along the same time, public television started putting out things about banjo music and all that stuff. And I saw Mike Seeger play a banjo uh, in this pitch, but different, you know, it tacks and uh, rope around it to keep the head on. And my granny walked in and said, and I said, I like Uncle Dave, but my daddy played a banjo more like that. Her daddy was born in 1886, he's an old man. And 
and she played, he played this tune that just got me started, and, and I tried to play that. I was playing bluegrass at the time on the five-string banjo, because that's the only lesson you can get at the time. You know, I was a little fat boy in Compton with a straw hat and overalls trying to be like Earl Scruggs. You know? <laughs> I stuck out, to say the very least. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and I used to ask Granny about, you know, I played with my fingers, and she said, my daddy rapped the banjo. I said, what you mean rap? She said, he played with the top of his hand, like that man doing there, a fella named Mike Seeger, mm -hmm. playing the banjo. And she said, she, he played that song he was playing. He was playing the cuckoo. And she said he'd play it a little different. Uh, some song he had learned in the East somewhere. And she said he'd hit it real hard and let the let the high string ring out, and I did my best to copy it, and I listened about different records and see the closest one I could find in that style. I didn't get me a banjo in that right pitch until maybe the last two or three years. I'm so happy I could get one, sound like the good old time banjo. Uh, and that's about how I started playing, just working on it and asking Granny, was that right? Because she'd tell you, she'd tell you for sure. And, uh, it got worse and worse, and here I am right now. Right, well, well, give us a little taste of the mess that you were able to put together on the banjo there. A little bit of that, that thick gumbo, it sounds like, that you got, uh, got on the banjo. Oh, baby, if it was in tune, it'd be better. change all these strings. We ain't got that kind of time. Yeah, I was like, we can only give the banjo three strikes this time. Tell you what we're gonna do now. They've heard me. They've heard me squall on the banjo a little bit here. I mean, uh, now how do you have double, double C ish? Ooh, okay. Well, that's a little. That's a little tricky for me. What? How do you have that? That tune. I'll fix it for you. Uh, what's now? Out of A. Out of A. Okay, I can work with you? that. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, oh, no, I should be all right without the strap. <laughs> all I can, all I can do on the five string technically is do uh, what I learned from Joe Thompson. This is one song that. That he used to do his square dances off of one called Old Corn Liquor. I got drunk and I fell off the wagon. Old Corn Liquor was still on Dragon.
wagon, old corn liquor was still on dragon. I got drunk and I fell off the wagon, old corn liquor was still on dragon. Old corn liquor was the cause of it all, old corn liquor was the cause of it all, old corn liquor was the cause of it all, old corn liquor was the cause of it all. Great big aid, great big aid, great big aid, great big aid. Banjo stylings of Kaya Cater, Jerron, Blind Boy Paxton, and me, Dom Flemings the American Songster, at the Fletcher Opera Theater in Raleigh, North Carolina, February 2017. I hope you all enjoyed that and hearing the different stories that each of these wonderful banjo players have told. There are a lot of really wonderful things that uh, were mentioned in the course of the demonstration. Kaya mentioned the Swannanoa gathering, Riley Boggess, Dirk Powell, and then Jerron mentioned Uncle Dave Macon's son House. I also mentioned Joe Thompson and Odell Thompson. And just make sure to check out some of this stuff because there's some really, really worthwhile music that you can look up and learn more about this wonderful instrument we know as the banjo. That's all the time we got this time, folks. This is Don Fleming's The American Songster, signing off. American Songster Radio is recorded in the studios of North Carolina Public Radio, WUNC. This episode was produced by David Brower, Joe O'Connell, and me, Dom Flemons, the American Songster. If you like what you hear on American Songster Radio, subscribe, download, and tell a friend. You can get a free download of my album, What Got Over, at theamericansongster.com. Until next time, I'm Dom Flemons, the American Songster.